0: ladies I'm Henri, and I'm Blanca and this is the MEOW podcast. MEOW stands for My Empowerment of Women and it's a show dedicated to encouraging women to live empowered lives through storytelling.
1: We are here to inspire women by advocating self-love, self-realization, self-development, mental health, and entrepreneurship. It's a platform for all women to find purpose and share their stories. Join us bi-weekly as we sit down and have heartfelt conversations that spark curiosity and inform you while we have some fun.
0: Stay tuned, ladies.
1: Hi ladies, welcome back to our new episode. Hi everyone. We are so excited for today's episode, but first, Henri, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great. I just got a I just started a new job. And it's
0: been treating me so well. And I've just been happier, like much happier since working remote and um, it just has has been so amazing.
1: How about you? How are you doing? I'm doing really well. I also just got a new job. (laughs) (laughs) Andre and I both making moves. Um, But I'm really excited because I'm changing industries completely and it's fully remote as well. And so that's going to be like so fun. I feel like I can finally start doing a lot more than I was doing in the past so it's kind of cool like all of the the changes that have been happening for us
0: yeah I I love seeing how we are both growing you know just just not just through this podcast but just in life careers being able to make changes through the connections that we made and I think that's just beautiful
1: yeah I'm really proud of us I feel like we went into like this serious mode in around October November and we really have like kind of changed up our lives we did I think we were also in that state of like trying to find
0: new careers, but we like kind of figured it out. Yeah. And just in time for the new year. So
1: yeah, I was so happy. I know. I'm so excited. 2022 is starting off great. Yeah. But um, so let's dive into the today's topic. So today's topic is on different types of boundaries as
0: well as how to set boundaries.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So today's topic, we're going to be talking about... Um, like Henri said, boundaries, what are boundaries, how to set them, how to discover what your boundaries are, you know, we're going to be looking at patterns and, you know, why it is so necessary to understand your own boundaries so that you're able to create a more fulfilling life, a life that is happier and not a life that is like feels so chaotic
0: exactly I think setting boundaries is very important not just for yourself but also understanding boundaries from other people exactly and we're so excited to really touch on this topic to mm-hmm. kind of like dive in more mm-hmm. um, I learned a lot about this topic too throughout my life and even just like learning at different articles online um, and it's been so eye-opening
1: yeah boundaries are difficult especially if you like for me I have always been somewhat of a people pleaser and because there were no boundaries in childhood, you know, as you get older, it is very difficult to begin to change the way that you've been living your life, which is this very, like, life is happening to me, right? But with boundaries, we can actually kind of begin to be the actual creator of our lives because we know our own limits and we know the limits that we need from others. And we know our
0: self-worth and self-value.
1: Exactly. So here are the
0: five boundaries. So the first one, physical, it means um, like having personal space, like when you're holding hands with someone or hugging um, and when you don't want to be in that space with them. Mm -hmm. And then it it goes into sexual, which is concerning intimacy. So sexual comments, Mm -hmm. even touches and how to have like boundaries with that. Mm -hmm. And then the third one being intellectual, which is about your thoughts and your beliefs. Mm-hmm. So even have, talking about religion with other people, mm-hmm. when to not speak about specific beliefs, mm-hmm. um, in a setting. And also the fourth one is emotional, which is person's feelings. So you might not feel comfortable saying saying everything to a friend.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, you don't you don't have to tell everything to a friend necessarily, mm-hmm. but sometimes someone pushes you to your limits to say something, right? And that you're uncomfortable with. And the fifth is a financial, it's about money. So you don't want you, for example, like you want to save money Mm -hmm. um, and you don't really care for buying like trendy clothes, Mm -hmm. but your friend, um, your friend wants your money to like buy clothes or whatever. Then you got to have like financial boundaries with friends.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, All of these boundaries are set in place so that we can keep ourselves, you know, happy and safe and to know the differences and when to begin to set them so uh, what is the first step to establishing boundaries?
0: Yeah, so ele- there's 11 ways to set and maintain good boundaries. And the first one is start with reflection. So um, it's like having, um, it's about having awareness. Um, the key is to understand why they are important to you and how they will benefit your emotional well-being.
1: Yeah, and this, this is a very important step because for us to be able to understand what our boundaries are, we first have to know who we are. We have to know our values. We have to know, you know, our triggers. It really is about like a sense of self discovery. You cannot set boundaries if you don't know what your boundaries are. And to get to know who you are, you have to go on this like I don't it's like basically becoming self aware. And we talk mm-hmm. about this so much on this on this podcast is that self awareness really is everything because when you become aware of your triggers, And your and your um, your values exactly and um and the things that make you tick you begin to realize okay when people are crossing them when you feel uncomfortable and like when um you know who to set them with
0: definitely and it's like very important to have healthy boundaries and there was this quote that I found that I really liked and it says as human beings we have our own thoughts memories and lived experiences and sometimes that can become buried with someone else's boundaries are health are healthy for helping you identify and keep that space so really having that awareness and knowing your own identity
1: yeah it's very important exactly i love that and one of the things that i think is really important is that this is why it's so important to know your value and to know your self-worth. And it has to come from a place that's from within because when we don't know who we are or or our self-esteem comes from outside of us, then our, our needs are always external, right? And mm-hmm. in that way, when our needs and our value is external, you're easier to manipulate, you're easier to control, because you don't have a good understanding of what is triggering you. And when your value comes from outside of yourself, um, we tend to play this game of power play with people. Yeah, where, I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen it before. Yeah. And the power play is really bad because each person, when you're in a dynamic like that, uh, your your happiness is dependent on someone else's reaction. Um, and so... When that is the case, we t- when we when we have these power play dynamics, or your value comes from attention, or you know the money that's coming into your bank, or you know anything outside of you that you're that that's bad because if those things are taken away, your self esteem is trash. Yeah. But when your self esteem comes from inside of you, you know you're solid because you know you know who you are, and regardless if you have you know the external circumstance like you're still good with or without it you and if anything more you enjoy things more but another reason why the power play dynamic is so um, important is because when we have self-esteem outside of us we tend to put people in pedestals and then we put ourselves below them Mm -hmm. or we are the opposite we put ourselves on a pedestal and then put somebody else below us and so when we do that we give a lot of people a lot of freeway to disrespect us when we have put them on a pedestal Mm -hmm. well they have this and that you know they can do like you feel almost afraid to stand up to them or you know when you're in the pedestal you feel better about disrespecting people because you have some delusional thought that you're somehow you know that that's okay so getting your value from yourself and understanding what that is is so important so that you're able to recognize when somebody is doing something to you that's not
0: Good. Just being very aware, not just within your own identity, but understanding other people's um, boundaries as well. And going into the second way, it is to start small. So you build the boundaries up slowly. So you're able to do this at a pace that's like comfortable for you, Um, because oftentimes if you start setting boundaries right away, you might put yourself in a situation Mm -hmm. or even in a mental space where it's actually negative because you're limiting yourself from, experiences or even from people and you feel like you're withdrawing so it's good to have that healthy right boundaries healthy balance of boundaries
1: yeah so this next step after you've figured out what your values are you know like what your needs are which we said in the last podcast like we figure out our core needs but usually they're like wounds you know like we were saying like in if you had like instability in your house one of your core needs one of your boundaries must be that somebody needs to be like a like a consistent person. But once we've established what those things are, what our needs are, what our values are, then this step, which is how to start them. And this step can be very like tricky if you've never had them, because your nervous system is afraid, right? We're afraid to speak speak our needs. Um, and the reason why we get afraid to speak our needs is because a lot of the times we feel um we feel uncomfortable telling people how to treat us. Definitely. And also there's like different ways to have that
0: conversation. And I had to kind of like educate myself over the years on how to communicate properly to set those boundaries with those people that we already know. I think it's oftentimes
1: hard to set boundaries with people that we know. Right. Because I think it's hard to set boundaries with people that we know is because, you know, we get used to these like chaotic uh, dynamics Definitely. where, you know, people trigger us. And then it's like, Oh, well, that's just how the relationship is. And it's like, no, that's not how the relationship needs to be. But it it can be scary. Because um, when we're establishing boundaries, first, I think it's like, we have to establish boundaries within ourselves. What are our boundaries? Like, what are my boundaries with me? You know, like, that start off there, like a boundary of mine will be, you know, I will not like, for example, like if you go out all the time, a boundary that you could have for yourself is I will only go out to, to a specific m- to a specific yeah. time. That's how I did it. I was like, I'll be home
0: by 12 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. Midnight.
1: <laughs> and the, exactly. And every time that you keep your own boundary with yourself, your confidence goes up because mm-hmm. you begin to trust yourself. And when you're able to trust yourself and you begin to treat yourself in the way that you want others to treat you. You, it's much easier then to be able to say, this is what I need from people that are in my life. And you're able to like vocalize it more. Yeah.
0: And this one definitely ties in with the third step, because you know how you just talked about uh, having boundaries with yourself and having um, boundaries with others. And um, I, I this, the third one is to set them early. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking about setting uh, boundaries with other people, which could be hard, especially with those that we've already had a long, like years of relationships with. Mm-hmm. But if you have new friends, etc., learn how to set boundaries early, and that's the key.
1: Right? Yeah, exactly. It comes it with is, practice. Exactly. Yeah. It is harder to set boundaries with people that you've known longer because people get comfortable. With treating you a certain way. And then when you start to put a boundary and you say, hey, like, I don't like when you speak to me like that. um, People get really offended. Yeah, they they mock you. They're like, we've been talking like they take it negatively. Right. And I think that why people take it negatively is because people get, this is why the power dynamic or the value coming outside of yourself is so um, bad because when somebody speaks a boundary with you, most people tend to take it personal. They think that you're calling them a bad person. Yeah, if, 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 you know, sometimes to those people, it feels very
0: confrontational, depending on how the conversation goes. Right. But I think it's very important to educate ourselves on ways to actually communicate properly. And we're, we, we actually have that in one of the numbers. And- but um, but I think this is a very important when it comes to people that you already know and how to slowly set boundaries
1: yeah. if you need to. And the reason why it's so important to set boundaries at the beginning is because if you do not start setting boundaries at the beginning of a friendship or a relationship or a connection, you begin to let things slide. Right. And this is, again, the power dynamic. When you let things slide, like, for example, um, like if you if somebody crosses a boundary and you notice it, but you don't say anything, you begin to feel a resentment towards mm-hmm. that person and that person has absolutely no idea right yeah. that that they that you are resentful towards them and you it like it begins to build because the person that you're in this connection with continuously is, is is crossing a boundary that's annoying you and then when you finally uh speak up it's coming from a place of anger and frustration and so the other person you know receives your frustration and they're like, well, what, you know, what is this? Like, you know, I, yeah. why are you yelling at me? Um And, and, and when we do that, people don't hear when you're yelling at them, right? Like if you're yelling at someone, they're all they're seeing is like fire. Right. And so this is why it's so important to set them at the beginning when you're able to set them from a place of calmness, from a place of love and from a place of like, Hey, I need you to understand that this is what I need for you to be in my life, Mm -hmm. um, then you can create these more solid friendships and these solid connections because you're not letting things slide. And then when you, you know, and then you blow up on people because at that point it's your fault, right? Like you've allowed so much um, negativity to, to infiltrate you because you've been too cowardly to like speak up. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like another thing is like, you have to be brave when you are setting boundaries because you have to realize that you are deserving of happiness. You and are deserving <laughs> of happiness. <laughs> yeah, you are. We are. We are deserving of life, like a happy life. Yes. And the way that you make your life happy is through boundaries. And yes, some and people, through boundaries
0: comes respect. By healthy boundaries.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Through boundaries comes respect, and then also, um, you know, you you why it, I personally feel like when you don't have any boundaries. And you're always just like living in this chaotic state, like things are happening to you, like you just begin to, you become cynical and you begin to believe that life just sucks and that people suck. But it's not if people like you can make a really happy life with yourself if you begin to treat yourself in the way that you would like to be treated. And then you and then you naturally will enforce that in other people. I definitely agree with that.
0: And you know, you cut you did touch up on the fourth point, which is be consistent. I know you were talking, as you mentioned before, about not letting things slide from the beginning, mm-hmm. making sure that you stay with those boundaries so that it doesn't create any confusion for those people around you. And on top of that, you're able to set more boundaries and you can set new expectations.
1: Yeah, being really strict with your boundaries is so important because um if you don't, if you're not consistent with them or if you're like are just saying I'm gonna do this if you keep doing that, and then you don't do it, then you you become not not valid. It's like the the boy who cried wolf. Mm-hmm. And you know, I like I learned this in my last relationship was we dated for a really long time, and we went through all the steps of a relationship. Like we ne- we were together for almost six years, and we broke up maybe one time. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like I, he taught me this, and something that I will carry forever is that he there was never we never were like back and forth and like he had this like rule like
0: consistency
1: right like stop i don't want to be like those couples that breaks up and comes back on because then it's like you look foolish or when i would like threaten like oh i'm you know we're gonna break up we're gonna break up he was just like stop saying that because you're not gonna do it so when you like make sure that you're a person of your word so if you say hey i don't like when you do this and i'm gonna be done if you don't stop doing that, that's hurting me. Then you have to go through with it. Yeah, you can't just be one of those people that like says you're gonna establish a boundary, and then you don't. Yeah, because then you you your voice your word is not credible. If you don't do the things you said you're gonna do, it's non threatening at that point. You're just like nagging. Yeah, right. So that I think is why it's so important to like to be strict with them, you know, once you and consistent with the ones that you've established are healthy. And I think it empowers you because you're able to
0: really keep up with your beliefs and the commitment that you make make to
1: those boundaries. Right. And then I think that this also comes down to um, making sure that you know what your boundaries are and that they're actually boundaries that are healthy for you, that they're keeping you in a healthy place because if you're always just threatening i'm gonna leave if you're because of whatever you have to see within yourself like am i saying this because i like the drama or am i saying this because this is actually a real boundary that's being crossed so like i think that when we become like these nagging people that say i'm gonna leave or i'm gonna do this or the reason why it becomes not credible is because a lot of the times like we don't actually mean to leave. You know, it's like a way, it's like a control thing. Yeah. And if you want people to respect you and if you want like relationships that are solid, you're bringing them up, you're bringing them up in a place of like, in like a, an environment where like you can actually have a conversation with someone and where the person doesn't feel like attacked, but you're also like, um but you've thought about it, you know, mm-hmm. like you wanna make sure that you're coming from a place of like, of serious of seriousness but also like hey this is what i need if you and the person keeps crossing it then you know that you, you know you have to leave yeah if that I makes any sense agree with that That's <laughs> the
0: fifth the
1: fifth level the
0: fifth way to set boundaries is to create a framework so boundaries vary depending on the type of relationship so for example if you're living with a a partner mm-hmm. or even with a roommate having one to two hours for yourself in your room just having your time mm-hmm. and just gonna make it much healthier as well just you know not putting not putting all your energy into other people but actually putting time within yourself and having that set time mm-hmm. that you're like nope this is me time
1: and I think that's very healthy oh my gosh this is probably one of the biggest boundaries I've had to learn with myself is that not moving towards like codependency. Like I think that being able to understand that you're an individual and that your needs are very different from someone else, regardless if you're in a relationship with them or it's a friendship or a roommate, you have to respect that you have to honor that freedom. Yeah. And when you start to like merge with someone where you're like, where you don't know the difference between yourself and them, that is just like a, a recipe for disaster. Thank I was you. in that
0: recipe of disaster oh, yeah. too. This is one of the biggest lessons I had to learn yeah. is having time for myself. I always, every time I had free time, I would always put it like to hang out with friends, other right. people, um, whatever they need, any favors. Right. And by having that time to, um, just for myself, um, even if it's a spa day or journaling, um, it just made such a difference that I'm like, Hey, I cannot see you this morning for breakfast because I have to do it a and a and A B and C. And it actually created more of a respect like, well, wow, you're doing that?" It's like, "Yeah." So,
1: yeah, working on yourself. This is so in- I had the same situation where well, I with my last relationship, it was a really long relationship and we went through all of the stages together of like, you know, courting, boyfriend girlfriend, living together, engagement, and I merged we merged, we emerged, we emerged merged. with this person, right? Oh, like, wow. it was like, I lost, <laughs> I lost a sense of identity. And I didn't know who I was, like, I was like, everything revolved around him. And I never want to be in a relationship like that, because I never want to lose myself like that. I think this is why boundaries are so important is that you have to get to a place where just because you're with somebody, that doesn't mean that you just like, Are not an individual anymore and when you don't have that individuality you know a relationship just disintegrates because your soul your spirit will always want to be authentic and i was just like i don't want to wake up one day and just realize that i've like lived a life that's not even mine right this is why you know boundaries with your own with your individuality is so important yeah and I you know do you
0: remember the quote that I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast talking about how everybody has different experiences and sometimes um sometimes it could be you could get buried mm-hmm. with someone else's and I think that's like similar to that quote the mm-hmm. situation so I thought that was very interesting so the next step is very interesting it's different from what we usually talk about as like relationships the next one is feel free to add extra boundaries and the example that i picked is workplace Mm -hmm. so when you go into your workplace you already have like that hr homework or specific boundaries that's in the workplace Mm -hmm. but you're able to add more boundaries on top of that you can always build on the boundaries
1: i think that was an interesting uh, step that i I thought of i agree there there's certain of things that for me, like this is why I really love like working. I mean, living in California, or what I really like about the West Coast is that I feel like there's a really good work-life balance here. That's not in the East Coast. Like I feel like in the East Coast, people like forget that they that they have a life and that they're a human being and all they do is work, work, work. Um, I don't like that. Like I like when I'm at work, I want I'm at work, and when I'm not at work, I don't want to think about work you know what I mean? Like, I want to feel like I, like I have my freedom to do whatever it is I want to do. And I really have learned that here in the West Coast, because I feel like people really do value their Mm -hmm. free time. And I noticed the biggest difference from East Coast to West Coast is that, you know, at least at the job that I was at before, once your day was over, like, you didn't look at your phone for work. Mm -hmm. But when I worked in the East Coast, you know my emails would be coming in even when i was out of out of hours yeah and so i think that that is like a boundary that we can learn is that with work is that are people actually making us work after hours or are we just doing it because yeah. we think that's okay i've had to set boundaries before
0: too with my previous um company where you know there's already boundaries within the workplace mm-hmm. And I I work really hard, um, but they would, like, try to call or text me at, like, 9 p.m. about a project Mm -hmm. or something. And um, I was able to establish boundaries, uh, not to text me when I'm going to bed.
1: Right. (laughs) But those little
0: things, you can always build build on and add more boundaries as long as it's very
1: healthy for you and your mind. Yeah. And this just goes back to, like, the previous step, too, is that, like, not merging with people or, like, places or things, like – making sure that you realize that you're not one dimensional, right? Like all of your needs can't just be coming from one place. And, you know, I think that not only this works in relationships, but at work too, is that knowing what you need to feel like a happy person, because I like to be a happy person. I want to feel happy. And so what are those things that I need to be a happy person? You know, it's like, I need a routine. I need to like go to yoga class. I need to have time with my dog, like whatever it is, like establish what those needs are so that places that are around you, you're not leaking an excessive amount from from a different place. Right. Like I feel like there's so many people who um just overwork themselves or you never see them like, you know, like where you just never see them because they're always like at work and they don't have a life and you're just like, well, that's why you're unhappy.
0: No. Right, because you're. It's also
1: hard because you know, like, um,
0: you know, you need to work. You need to get, have the money to pay all your bills. And right. I think yeah. now is a time to hustle. Right, but, but I think it's about finding the right career. It might take some time. Mm-hmm. And even if, if you're struggling with this right now, um, I know how I know how stressful that is. I have right. to go through Even you did, um, mm-hmm. to find the right job. Um, even if there's a lot of jobs in the market, finding the right one for you and that might take some time. But, um, even with that. Just remembering that you're always in the right
1: place. 100%. And that just like goes back to like what your needs are. I mean, if you like to work all day, I mean, if that's making you happy, <laughs> then keep doing that. But I'm just saying like, I've noticed that jobs will overwork you. And if you don't set a limit and mm-hmm. I personally just, I would never be at a job like that. Like that's just not, I do not want to feel overworked. Like I want to feel, but that's fulfilled. just, I want to feel fulfilled. fulfilled yeah. I want to be happy. Me too. And
0: I feel like I'm blossoming now with the new new job.
1: <laughs> oh my God. I start on Monday and I'm just, I'm really excited. You're almost there. I'm excited for you. But, you know, the goal for everything that we're saying is that, is that we want to be happy people. Yeah. And I think that a lot of the times when we don't know our boundaries and we don't know our self-value and we don't know what we're worthy of. I just feel like we can get lost in these very, this very like cynical, like uh, negative. Get lost in this hot sauce. Yeah. And like this very negative mindset that, you know, that life is happening to us, but we can get in control of it. Like, And the life
0: will happen for us.
1: Right. And then also like the more that by, you, your self-worth rises and that you begin to realize these are the things that I need to be a happy person and that I can be a happy person, You will start seeing that the people who don't respect that, you're going to feel so much better about letting them go, right? Because your happiness comes first, your joy, like your peace. Like when you know these things and when you know yourself and the things that you need to be a, a fulfilled person, it's so much easier to let go of like the things that are not making you happy. Yeah, let go of all the bullshit. Exactly. Boom. Exactly. And a lot of people, you know, if people get offended when you're putting boundaries, that's really not your problem anymore, right? Like, I'm sorry that this is where, you know, you can't take advantage of me, or I'm not going to give in to the to like the guilt that you're going to put on me. Because what we said before, like that quote, no one, no one who really loves you will ever ask you to love them more than you. Mm -hmm. And so when you are in that mindset, you will begin to attract people who also have boundaries and who are also able to communicate in healthy ways and respect your boundaries because they want their boundaries respected. But if you don't have any boundaries, then you're going to be around people who don't know boundaries and who don't know how to respect your boundaries because none of you guys are freaking like communicating (laughs) with each other. You guys are all just like, life sucks and like everybody sucks it's like no you guys are not communicating (laughs) yeah it's hard it's hard to find the right way
0: right people to communicate with because everyone perceives messages differently right and that's gonna actually come on later too but going into the seventh step it is to be aware of social media Mm -hmm. oftentimes you know i go on instagram or facebook um Especially because it helps me communicate with my friends more. Mm-hmm. But there are times when my family was scared I was gonna like leak their private information or photos, or I had a friends, I, I had times when I thought my friends were gonna leak photos or private information about me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we need to set boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah.
1: Yeah, social media boundaries for me, like, I personally feel like my mental health is everything to me. My mental health is very important to me. Like if anything is causing me um, a stress or is making me overthink or like question my self-worth, I mean, I have zero hesitation to cut it off. Um, So that is how I live my life with, 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 you know, social media is like, is this making, is following these pages making me happy or is it making me like think about things that I shouldn't be thinking about? Like. And also, um, you know, making sure that you're just following things that are healthy for you, healthy Mm -hmm. for your mind. If you're only following things that are superficial or just like add value to you in in an external way, then you're going to notice that you're that you feel Mm -hmm. unhappy because you're constantly comparing yourself to. Lives that you don't even know
0: are real. Yeah, and it's also hard because on social media everyone is over sharing. Right. So especially with friends too. I know they take funny videos with me that I don't want to post it posted online. So having mm-hmm. boundaries and really letting them know, like, okay, these photos, like, please, you can keep it in your camera roll, but please don't post it. But say, by finding the right ways to communicate through that. Yeah. And also for me, for social media specifically, having boundaries with that is using the do not disturb mode. I'm gonna say yeah. that one more time. Do not disturb mode. I have. All my apps on there, Instagram, Snapchat, mm-hmm. and everything, so that it's not showing during my work time. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's actually only showing two hours of the day, which is like 6 to 8, because my, yeah. my bedtime, like, <laughs> hour
1: starts at 8. <laughs> you know what is so interesting about social media is that I feel like social media has given us this, like, ability to stay overly in touch with people. And sometimes it's, like, people you just aren't, don't even really know, like, or you don't really talk to, And so there's this, like, feeling of, like, you have to share more than you need to or you need to, like, keep the world updated that you're, like, living your best life all the time. And that's just, like, not true, you know? Like, life is just not like that. Like, life is very seasonal. Like, you know, there's – think about life as, like, the seasons in nature. Like, sometimes it's winter and things are, you know, you're in, like, a hermit mode. I feel like that's what I was doing, you know, at the end of last year is just, like, focusing on myself, but then there's this pressure of, like, oh, I need to be sharing with the world that I'm, like, living my best life, and that I'm happy all the time, but no, you don't, like, you don't need to be showing the world that you're, like, this happy person all the time, and that things are great, and that, you know, because, like, that's just not yeah, how you know is. what
0: it gets more fun the less you post yeah because there's more to talk about in person and honestly <laughs> leave
1: a little mystery to the world yeah you know why?
0: that is true <laughs> that is true i always say the less they see the more they wonder
1: yeah i honestly i feel like before i used to overshare and honestly you'll only find me really oversharing if i'm like Liddy. <laughs> 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 <I'm> <laughs> if i'm like a little drunk then i'll post more but yeah. honestly I just don't find that need because I, this is again, going back to your value, your value shouldn't be, I I need to tell the world that I'm so confident. Like you should just be that and you should just be happy. Like you don't need to prove to the world that you're a happy person. Because people who constantly need to like prove that to the world, it's like a facade, you know? And Mm. so just be real, be authentic and yeah. share what you want to share, but do it from a place of like, like, like you want to save this moment, Yeah. right? You want this moment to be saved and archived, not because you feel like you have to show the world that you're like this fabulous person all the time, because it's okay if you're not all the time.
0: Blanca, you're gonna like this next one. <laughs> We've
1: been saying this so
0: many times, And so the next step for number eight is communication. So it's the most critical in the world of boundaries. When someone oversteps her boundaries, you you will have to, like, you'll, you're going to have times when you need to raise these concerns, but you're going to do it in the right way. Right. You know, so it's not confrontational. Yeah. So, for example, like, a friend sends you a message, like, for example, like, Blanca sends me a message mm-hmm. nonstop or something. Mm-hmm. Like, Blanca, I'm, like, working. But mm-hmm. then I can't text, right? Mm-hmm. But then I let Blanca know very nicely, saying, hey, I can see you really wanted to get a hold of me. But the best thing to do is drop a message and I'll get back to you when I can. Mm -hmm. You know, very kind and nothing like going off at her. Right. Um, But coming from a place of love and
1: understanding because you don't want it to end up being in a
0: fight over that, you know.
1: Communication really is everything. And, you know, I, even though I feel like I am a really good communicator, sometimes in the past, I really haven't always been. Like, I've just kept so many things to myself and when I should have spoken up and then, you know, or 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 resented people right and like because I haven't said anything and the problem with like resentment really is really insidious like I I read this quote that said that um, resentment is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die Mm -hmm. and that is so real because if you're not communicating and you're not saying the things that are hurting you then the other person like doesn't know. And another reason why communication is so important too is because why we want to establish things at the beginning is because, you know, if you're constantly, if you're never saying anything and you grow and, and, and you get in these blogs and then you, you know, forgive the person and then you don't actually like forgive them because you still have so much buildup of the resentment from the before then you begin to cross their boundaries because you're getting snappy with them, Mm -hmm. right? Like you're like, not everything that they do begins to annoy you. Yeah. And because you're you haven't actually forgiven them after like the blowout communication. So it's better to communicate at the beginning and communicate from the start. And if the person is unwilling to honor them and to respect your feelings, you know, then you know that that person isn't somebody that you can be involved with.
0: Yeah, and also it's about finding the right time to have that
1: conversation
0: Mm -hmm. and the way you deliver. I think communication, you can talk all you want, but it's all about how you
1: deliver the message, right? Okay. Yeah, it's big. This is a big one. So I have recently have learned that communication is also about understanding. Yes, understanding. And I've learned this because I hate confrontation. It, like, makes me so... Like, I'm just not good at it. I get it.
0: speechless.
1: Exactly. <laughs> like, I just don't like it. I don't like getting in fights with my friends. Like, I just don't, I don't, I, 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 before that's why it's been so hard for me is because I've been so afraid to make people upset. And the problem is, is that, again, but I've also come to understand that communication is about, you have to make sure that the people you're communicating with understand. What you're where you're coming from, and that the person is somebody that you can like communicate in a way that they won't become defensive. Be- and this is, you know, another thing is like looking at patterns, like looking at the patterns that people hold. Like, if you notice that there's a certain friend that always gets upset when you give her, like, when you, or, when, or him or, or boyfriend, honestly, like anybody that gets upset when you set a boundary with them, like they get really defensive they want to argue, it becomes like this big thing. At that point, you 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 start to realize that that's a pattern of theirs. Yeah, and they the person's not listening anymore. The person isn't listening. So what does that mean? Is that, is this somebody that I can even communicate with? Like, do, are they understanding yeah. where I'm coming from? And this is a boundary that we can have with ourselves, right? And this comes
0: back to number one, where it was like having that awareness. Does this person like... You really knowing that person if you should set boundaries mm-hmm. and knowing your self worth, so really yeah. having that awareness, having discernment, person. and even just like you said about the person having patterns. Mm-hmm. If a person does it once or twice, I'm, I'm I'm either like okay, but if a person keeps doing it three times or more, it's already a pattern. Right. And that's behavior. a character flaw. Yeah, so that's when you have to make those de- like those those decisions. Trust your guts.
1: Yeah. Um, because you know, this is like one thing is like the more that you know yourself and the more that you know your needs, you start to become because when you're very self aware, like for example, like no, I know my flaws, I know every single one of them. I know like how I I know my toxic, I know everything. And so when somebody tells me, comes to me and says, Hey, like, you know, you're crossing this boundary. For me, I really become under, I'm in a place of understanding. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, that wasn't my intention. It's constructive feedback. Right. Because I, and because like, you know, this is why it's so important to like be obsessed with like self growth is because when you are in this place of continuously learning and learning about yourself and loving yourself, the good and the bad, then when people, when somebody says something bad about you, you don't get as offended. Right. You're just like, you are like, Oh, shoot, I didn't even know I was doing that. My bad. Like, you know, like, it's almost like these things come up. And you're like, Oh, this is trying to teach me something. Mm -hmm. This is trying to help me develop my character. And it's also it's also ends up being a good, positive,
0: amazing conversation with the other person that kind of like gave you the feedback when it doesn't um, become
1: like a fight or argument, and it becomes like an understanding. It becomes an understanding, conver- yeah, conversation. understanding conversation, yeah. And this is like you know, this is so important to be discerning about who you can communicate with, is because you know, if you notice that somebody has a pattern where you cannot communicate with them because they do not know how to take constructive criticism or they feel offended anytime you say something to them that like involves something that they're doing, the way that you can set boundaries with them is energetically, right? Like I think that sometimes in the past, I always felt really uncomfortable with boundaries because I was like, well, I don't want to have like this big fight with someone. I've learned that if somebody can't, you can't communicate with somebody, you just have to remove your energy, right? So like if this person continuously crosses my boundaries and they get defensive every time I bring it up, that's a signal to you, mm-hmm. I need to spend less time with this That's person. That's how I learned as well, is that, you know,
0: it becomes a waste of breath even trying to communicate. And the, the moment you take a step back and they actually notice this silence, they reach out to you like, hey, is everything okay? And it becomes actually okay again.
1: Exactly. And yeah. and it and, and this, like, for me is big. Like, this is something that I have, like, really taken to heart. Is that if so? If I feel like I can't communicate with someone because it's not going to go anywhere, I just stop hanging out with them. Like I just stop, or I just like I don't stop. Hang, like I mean, I'm really good at cutting people off, but <laughs> top, top. <laughs> But I I also really give tries. Like I give a lot of I I try right. Mm-hmm. I will try, but every time that I try, I'll give less of my energy. I will give less of my attention to them. Or I will give less of my time, you know, I like, you know, like you can't, I'm not, and then you, and, and it's not, that person, they do notice. Yeah. I personally feel like whenever I have like backed away from a friend who wants to be in my life, right? These are the people that want to be in our lives is that um, once they notice that I'm giving less of myself, they do come eventually come around. And I realize that sometimes boundaries isn't about communication. It's about my energy. I'm not gonna give it to you if you're not yeah. respecting me.
0: Yeah, I think for me, boundaries oftentimes comes, oh, oftentimes means space. So by leaving that space, it leaves room for growth. Mm-hmm. And also even when people fall apart, things fall into place where you're supposed to be. You meet other people, that's actually gonna respect your boundaries.
1: Right. And you know, and I think it's so important too is that understanding that bound we put boundaries with people, with people who we want in our lives i am at a place now where like i like who i am and i like you know the energy that i give off and i know how to discern from like energies that are going to drain me and energies that are not that i usually i don't if i don't want you in my like if i notice that you're a giant red flag i just don't care red, red flag red flag goodbye bye. <laughs> you know on to the next like i just don't care to like communicate with people who don't show me that they know how to understand. Mm-hmm. So I feel like now, if I am actively communicating with you, like that means that I want you in my life and I want you to, you know, to listen to me and to understand so that we can create, so that we can keep a connection yeah. going. And another thing is, is just understanding that, communi- again, communication is about understanding. And I think that where people get wrong with, boundaries is that most people are living their life wanting to be right and wanting to be or wrong. You're right or wrong. And sometimes it, there is no right or wrong, there's a it's gray just, area. there's always a gray area. And if somebody is saying something to you, listen to them, help under, like, be empathetic, right? And, and empathetic, sympathetic, joy pathetic. Yeah. The next
0: step is you have to be your biggest companion. So, in order to have a strong foundation of boundaries, you need to show yourself a lot of self love, mm-hmm. and a lot of a lot of this comes from a self worth and self value. Um, in order to keep all of these boundaries,
1: this is like I mean, this is just like it, I feel like it sums everything up. Is just like you have to be your biggest advocate. You have to be the person that loves you the most because the world is filled with takers. Like people will freaking drain you if you do not tell them to stop. And so why boundaries are so important and why you have to be your biggest advocate is because you have to be your own best friend. Exactly. You have, you're have you spending time with yourself the most. Exactly. I and sleep if, with myself every day. Exactly. And if you don't advocate <laughs> for yourself, if you don't stand up for yourself, no one will. No one will. Like no one will put... Will put you first if you can't even put yourself first. And I, you know, you know, this is a really big thing is like it can be very intimidating to begin to put boundaries on people because I think the biggest thing is we fear losing people. I, there's this really great quote from, um, I can't even remember, but the quote basically is like ego wants to belong, right? But the whole, the soul and the spirit and the heart, it wants to be authentic. And because most people are going off of an ego mindset, they will stay in places and in situations that don't aren't actually feeding them and aren't actually allowing them to be authentic because they want a sense of belonging. So if you're always looking for, to, for a place to belong, then you're constantly betraying yourself because you change who you are for the people around you. And you have to come to a place, which I, a couple of years ago, I shed everything. I was just like, I let everything go. It was like, I started, I was like, I don't want to belong anymore. I want to be authentic. And, you know, these moments are really hard because you're really stepping into self-love. And you're saying, I'm not going to change who I am to be a part of a group. I'm not going to change who I am to keep a friend around. If somebody is hurting me, I'm going to advocate for myself and say, I love myself. I love myself so I will choose me even if that means I have to walk alone for a little bit. And you know what? Just like Govindi says, you make your you make
0: your body your home. You have to create a sense of belonging in your body, your mm-hmm. breath.
1: Exactly like you have to love every crevice of yourself. Like you have to say, I love who I am. I love who I'm becoming. I love my flaws. And you love your flaws not because you know, people have to tolerate your shit. That's not what we mean by loving every part of yourself. Loving yourself means, you know, I recognize that I have these things that I have to work on. But I recognize them, I give them love, I accept them. And What am I going to do now to change them? Right? Like, that is how we begin to love ourselves. That is how we begin to advocate for the quality of life that we want. And, you know, like, just Cause you know, I, I went through this like a couple years ago where I finally, you know, stood up to a friend where I was just like, you can't treat me a certain way anymore. And it was really scary because I'd been friends with that person for years. since we were like kids and that person couldn't honor my boundaries. Like they wanted me in a place of control where they could control me or they could tell me what to do all the time or where I had to make myself small to be around them. And so this is where we step into self-love is why do I need to belong and not choose to be authentic? If you're telling somebody something is hurting me and they say, "Well, you can I'm not going to stop disrespecting you." Yeah. You have to walk away. You have to love yourself. Yeah.
0: I think it's important to learn detachment. The next way to set boundaries is to gain some perspective. It is important to have healthy level of boundaries. And oftentimes you might have too many boundaries, which is actually bad for your mental health. Like I was speaking about earlier today mm-hmm. in this podcast. So really setting those boundaries and understanding that it, understanding you have to come from a place that it is actually healthy, that your right. mental health is good. And um, if you had no boundaries, mm-hmm. you know that could also put you in a bad state. So you have right. to actually have really good balance with that.
1: Yeah, this is like a a term that I learned actually. Like I think in therapy is that it's like the pendulum. You know, like the pendulum can't swing two to the left, or you can't swing two to the right. You have to always be looking for, um, for balance. Equilibrium. Right? Yeah. If you do not become aware of the things that trigger you, or the way that you could be overly protective of yourself then we can become, we can start to create walls. Why it's so important that we find balance is because you don't want to switch to the left where you're hyper-vigilant. And then hypervigilancy can come from trauma. Um, it's usually like, like for example, like if you had a really traumatic childhood or you just went through a lot of things or you've been through a lot of betrayal, you can come to a place where you become hyper-vigilant. You think that like everything everyone does is out to get you. And that's really bad because you begin to create walls where you're so self-protective that you don't even let anybody in, like the, your boundaries are rigid, right? Like there's like, a, it's like a sense of control. And that's not good because, you know, our body and our soul and our spirit, it wants intimacy, it wants connection. And if you're constantly hypervigilant of yourself and overly protective of yourself, you're never going to be fully happy because you need to come to a place where like, you know yourself and you're actively trying to heal the things that have wounded you so that you can create these healthy boundaries that are actually going to allow people to get close to you, but not to overstepping, overstepping. Exactly. But you're not pushing people away because you're afraid that literally everyone's out to get you. Right. And, and, and that takes time. Like, it takes like, practice. It does. It does take practice because A, you have to, that goes with like learning to trust yourself. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people are hypervigilant because they think that A, they're afraid to get hurt. But this is something that I really have learned um, in my time is that everybody has the opportunity to hurt you, right? It's trusting the world is not about wanting to control other people. It's about learning how to control yourself. And that I can be discerning, and even if I make a mistake of choosing the wrong person, that I'm going to be okay because I because I know how to build myself up, and that's why again self value from inside is so important. Is that we begin to be less hyper vigilant when we begin to trust ourselves. You can't trust, you can't like control how other people act. You can set your boundaries, and either people respect them or they don't, but. Learning how to trust yourself that even if you make a mistake of choosing somebody that's wrong, that's going to hurt you, you're going to be okay because you trust that you can get through it. And healing yourself so that the wounds from the past, so that you don't think that you don't take out your hurts on other people, right? Because, like, you know, again, like if you set too many walls for yourself, you're going to, you're destined to live like this lonely life because you're always connecting with somebody but with like your hand hand just fingertips right like fingertips. hey like you can get close but like only this much <laughs> right yeah so then so the final final
0: way to establish boundaries is recognizing boundary of of other people this is a big one because you know when Blanc and I were talking about start doing this podcast on boundaries mm-hmm. we were talking mostly about how to have boundaries within yourself and other people but no, there's another thing. It's understanding boundaries that other people set for you. And that's, I think that's a great way to um some, uh great way to end all the steps, especially because you learn how to set boundaries from
1: uh, how other people set boundaries as well, right? I think that it's just it's so important to um to respect other people's boundaries by learning how to respect your own boundaries. If you're able to re- you can't give what you don't give to other people. You don't. You can't give to other people what you don't give to yourself. Mm-hmm. It's like this idea that like, you know, um, like hurt people, hurt people. Loving people, love people, right? Heal people, heal people. People with boundaries, respect people with yeah, boundaries. Respect like, people, earn respect. Exactly. Like every life is a mirror, right? If you want people to respect you and you want people to be around you, do, do that for other people as well, right? Like you can't live in this like victim life all the time that like, like you're not a bad person for someone setting boundaries with you and another person isn't a bad person for you needing to set boundaries with and them. And you're going to
0: actually find that it's actually normal to set boundaries. People will always be setting boundaries with you as you will set boundaries with others. And it's going to come natural as more
1: practice. Yeah. As there's more practice. Exactly. It won't be like this like this scary thing of like, you know, everybody, it, it doesn't have to be like that. Mm. And I think that the reason why it can feel so scary and confrontational. and confrontational is because for so long, we've allowed so many people to cross our boundaries. And it's only because, I mean, it's not our fault what we were born into. Like, there are certain hurts and certain traumas that happen to us that are out of our control. But you have to come to this place where you have to realize this happened to me and it's my job to heal it so that I can create the life that I want to create. Right. So if you want to be in this place of creation, you know, respect other people that they're in that journey as well.
0: Well, now you guys made it to the ending of the podcast.
1: Yay, thank you for um, sticking out and listening to this whole episode. Our book recommendation is Set Boundaries, Find Peace, A Guide to Reclaiming Yourself um, by the author Nedra Glover Tawab. Um, this is just a great book about learning what boundaries are, like going more into detail um, so that you can you know, go on that journey of figuring out what, what your limits are. I really hope that this show gave you a lot of self-love and a lot of clarity. Bye! Bye!